Welcome Black Hollywood Life fans. On today's Fit Club, we talk holiday weight, plastic where it shouldn't be, and more with actress and action star Danielle Vasanova. Stay tuned for more. You're tuned into Black Hollywood Live Fit Club. Oh. Welcome, Fit Clubbers. We are back. I love the music. Good choice, Miss Vasanova. <laughs> we are joined by uh, Miss Danielle Vasanova, actress and action star, general badass. So glad you've joined us. Thank <laughs> you. Again, guys, my name is Chaka Smith, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host, TK Trinidad. And again, we are joined by Miss Vasanova. Where can they find you online? I'm at at Vasanova on Twitter mm-hmm. and at Danielle Vasanova on Instagram. The only one, right? <laughs> the one and only, something like that, yeah. Um, well, we got a great slate of stories to get into. It's the holidays, so uh, I know we're all trying to figure out how to maintain our holiday weight as we uh, <laughs> yes. go through dinner after dinner and party after party. Yes. <laughs> um, Help us. So yes. <laughs> on average, people gain one to two pounds during the holiday season, and so we're trying to avoid that one weight gain. One to two, gain. that's it? Yeah, I think it's one to two pounds per week during the holiday season. <laughs> one to two pounds per hour. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's the holiday season from like Thanksgiving to New Year's. Yeah. Or I don't know what I don't know what they what measured you it from. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, probably at least that solid six week period where we're all just like chowing down, uh. <laughs> um, rolling out of your house, not walking. <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> but they did have um, a great set of tips, and some of which I use. So interesting knowing if you guys use these too. Okay. Um, which first, ones do you use? Um, I would say probably six out of ten. So I try. Okay. To, oh, yeah, all right. You know, I'm making it. Um, but the first <laughs> one was never go to a party or dinner hungry. Yes, um, true. I do that this for grocery true, shopping, false. but true. Yeah, all right. Well, one thing too, you have to be mindful, like because potlucks, you don't know how people cook their food, you don't know what they're putting in their food, you know if they have cats in the house or dogs and dog hair or oh, cat is yeah. all over the place, oh, or the boy, kid puts gross. the finger in the food. Oh. Yeah, so I don't. You just don't know what to expect, especially if you're going to like a house. Yeah. Um, at least the restaurant, you can sue them if something goes wrong. So. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. You're never, yeah, you're making me never want to eat at a house party again. I'm sorry. Something that to me and therefore passion. Thank you. Give that. that keeps on giving. Yeah. Yeah. Crossing that one off the list. Time to do it. We are good. <laughs> yeah. For some reason, I forget to do that when I'm going to a party because it's free. So it's like, oh wait, you know. Yeah, but everything's yeah, free is not good. Well, I, I've learned that over the years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, number two is downsize your plate. So apparently, um, if we actually use smaller plates, we just tend to eat less. So mm-hmm. use a smaller plate. Have you done this before? Definitely. Try yes. to try unless to... you get like. Ten plates. Yeah, because right? I always go for the largest plate during the holidays, uh, right? Because I'm like, I want to pack everything. I on. try like the bowl method too. That's like you just eat out of a bowl, and that's like less too. So I yeah. try doing that. I'm a picker. I just do that throughout the day. I always have like, like small portions, small plates, but like you know, a lot of them sort of throughout the day. That's <laughs> just like, how I. Many. I'm like a grazer. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe through grazing, you're like tip number three, which is survey the buffet first. So maybe that's what you're doing. Is you're kind of surveying, yeah. picking exactly what you want, not yeah. going crazy at first sight. So people that survey the buffet are on average are trimmer than people that don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, What's Good another to one? Know. Make time for exercise, which I think we all kind of like slack off a little bit during the holidays. We give ourselves that excuse. Mm-hmm. Do you do that? Because uh, you got to be in shape. You got to be in shape all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Me slack never. But <laughs> because like, during the holiday season, like you know, I think we all mentally take a little step off. But what happens? Speak you... for yourself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, right. not, nobody currently right at this table. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Actually, I find it's the best time to step up because you know everybody's waiting for twenty nine. And usually during the holidays, you know, hopefully you have that that good job. Like you're off for a few weeks. So you have, you can fit in that time. You can sleep in a little bit and fit in that time to actually get that workout in. So I 
just feel like there is actual time to fit the workout in versus the opposite. You're just making the excuse that you're going to start it at 2019, but yeah. why not start it now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Especially find the time. Yeah. yeah. I just put it into the schedule. Yeah. I just, like, as long as I don't think about it, I'm good to go. If I yeah. know, I just wake up, just kind of mindlessly go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, check that off the list for the day, boom, done, go about the day. Yeah. yeah. You know? It's like when you think about, oh, I gotta get to the gym, I gotta do this, it's the, you know. Yeah. The thinking about it is worse than actually just going and doing it. Yeah. yeah cause I just tell myself, just go, worst case scenario, you sit in the sauna and then leave. <laughs> if I put the bar very low, then I don't mind going. But right. if I'm like, it has to be this crazy two-hour workout, I'm not going to want to go. Right. You're like, so. sauna will be fun, that'll be good, that'll be relaxing. Ah, oh, the tread's here. Yeah, okay, exactly. let me jump on and go. I'm feeling yeah. pretty good now. Yeah. And then right. doing it in the morning, too, I find uh, helps, like, depending on when, whenever your morning starts. But yeah. doing it in the morning, like that, you know, you just wake up and you go, so you don't have time to think about it. Exactly. Because exactly. as the day goes on, you're just like, oh, oh yeah. I don't want to do it. All so, the yeah. things you have to do start piling yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I'm part of UCB Upright Citizens Brigade, yeah. and uh, for, you know, in terms of improv, and their whole their motto is don't think. And there's a lot of truth to that yeah. because if you just boom, go. Set yourself on autopilot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because consistency, it's all about consistency. Well, one thing I like to consistently do during the holidays is imbibe a little bit, but you need to limit your alcohol so you're not gaining weight uh, during the <laughs> Can you just cut out season. food and just drink? <laughs> so, no, I know a lot of people who do that. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm just going to drink everything. But we talked about it last week. Yeah. And so we talked about like using healthier mixers, you know, water, mm-hmm. soda. Um, so the things I do. Do you have anything special that you do during the holidays to kind of limit alcohol intake or make sure it's not going too crazy? Straight shots of vodka. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I said that last week. I'm Czech, yeah. so vodka is like mother's milk yeah. to me. You know? <laughs> oh, mother's milk. Maybe a little soda. But um, no fruit juice, no nothing. Yeah, you gotta I'm a lightweight. Stuff. I have like two drinks and <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm flying with colors, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, at least you're limiting the alcohol intake in one way. <laughs> um, yeah. They say, be wary of bite-sized offenders, and I'm guilty of this. You know, they have the tray pastures, uh, and they're tiny, so you feel all right, but mm-hmm. you've had 20, and then... Right, yeah. it adds up, yeah. right? And so totally. they say, make sure you know it adds up, so be very conscientious in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, it, they round it off with get enough sleep. Um, eat less the day before or after. Mm-hmm. Try to balance it off. So hopefully if your activity level is the same, you're burning the same amount of calories. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and get rid of leftovers, which I thought was a good one. If you're hosting, buy extra Tupperware and send people home with leftovers. Yes. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> yeah. That's a really good idea. Yeah. And some people bring their own Tupperware, which... Then I'm like, I don't what? know if you'll come back. I don't oh, know yeah. if you'll come back. I'd be so embarrassed showing up to a party yeah. like, oh, hey, got my left. Yeah. All through Instagram for Thanksgiving, people were showing their Tupperware. Oh, my God. But they, sh- they roll up to a party with their Tupperware. I mean, maybe if it's yeah. like your family and it's like, that's like a family okay. thing. Like yeah. brother, their, sister, mom. Or the dad, plates yeah. or they'll take the paper plates, you know, taped together. Yeah. Or whatever, whatever works for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, do what you gotta do. Well, right? if you're trying to be on the opposite side and not gain that weight, you want to avoid the leftovers. Um, and then we had this other this other story, which was about lo- lifelong aerobic exercise. It keeps you young, which I mm-hmm. thought was great. Um, so they actually measured um, the VO2 max of people in their 70s and people in their 40s. Mm-hmm. And they found that people in their Explain 70s... Explain to me the VO2 max again. Oh, yeah. VO2 max, which is a measure of cardiovascular health. Okay. So they had these guys get on um, cycles okay. and just bike and measure their VO2 max. They also measured um, how their capillaries fired and their um, enzymatic activity as well. And they found that the people in their 70s that worked out about five times a week had the same uh, 
had the same cardio overall cardiovascular health as those in their 40s between the ages of 40 and 45. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I, and I, how do you do a test for this? It's you know when they yeah. see like those commercials or stuff like that and people are like in the gym but they're hooked up to that stuff and it's the breathe they breathe into the tube while they're working out okay. that's how they take the VO2 max. Okay. Yeah. So you okay. see it like yeah. the commercials if you remember 50 Cent in the club video he was yeah. doing yeah. there so it's just like that's that's what you do. What's your VO2 max? I don't know now. Probably <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not what I used to probably <laughs> not what I used to have. Yeah, I, I've never Talk had Yours. I've never had mine measured, but I do what? work out consistently, so yeah. hopefully it's like You never good. had it measured? I, got, I don't even know you. Uh, no, I, I had some <laughs> offers, but I didn't want to go. But wait, weren't tired. you in uh, water polo? <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you do it in college? They never measured a VO2 max. Oh, oh no. yeah, they did mine. They put yeah. me through the whole, like, because I came back one year, like, extra skinny, and they're like, hmm, what's going on here? So they tested, like, everything. Oh, nice. Yes. Hmm. It's crazy. Yeah, so I, I never got a baseline, but I thought this is, like, excellent news for mm-hmm. those who are staying fit and staying in shape, that you can actually... Get in your seventies have that same VO two max as like between forty and forty five. Yeah, and so I know you're not there yet, but you have been. You've been modeling and doing this whole fitness thing <laughs> since you were seventy five. <laughs> but I look a lot you look younger. Amazing. <laughs> 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 but you, you've been doing this stuff since you were fourteen, right? Yeah, like thirteen, so, fourteen years old. How since I was you, a little little one. How have you adjusted um, just growing up in the industry and with your fitness level and the changes you go through at fourteen and older? You know. I mean, yeah, I think you just kind of, you know, just every year, whatever you're doing, everything just kind of adjusts. But I think it's all about healthy lifestyle and consistency. And to me, I've never been a dieter. Yeah. I just like to lead a healthy life. Yeah. Were you as keyed in when you were 14? Was I what? As keyed in, like, to the nutrition and, like, working out and, like, the importance of fitness? Yes. I mean, not as much as I am now, but I definitely started learning about it then. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so important is to start getting that that education or that base when you're younger. Yeah. And I think a lot of us don't quite get it. Yeah. My agency taught me a lot when I was going, you know, when I was booking a lot of jobs and just kind of grooming me as I got older. And so I think I took a lot of that with me. Was there any pressure or how did you deal with the pressure? Tons of pressure. Are you kidding me? It's the entertainment industry. Yeah. Everybody's screwed up, you know? How did you deal with it or how did you cope? I mean, you just, I mean, I just try to stay true to my roots and I'm just a farm girl at heart, you know? So I think that I just try to take everything with a grain of salt and to be as healthy as I can, as I could be, you know, in my mind and in my body and in my soul, just kind of going through everything because there's going to be so many ups and downs Mm -hmm. and you're not right and you're not good enough and you're not this, that, and the other. So just to surround yourself with good people and yeah, just to stay on the path. Yeah, it's figuring out a way, I guess, to respond to life's sort of ups and downs. Yeah, what do you react to or not react to? Mm-hmm. So, you know? so are you taking a lot of group classes is the question. Because um, our next study uh, or our next story is about a study of 1.2 million people. Okay. And they found that they ranked what were the most effective exercises in relationship to mental health, not just mm-hmm. physical health. Okay. And number one ranked was team sports. Number two is cycling. So team sports came in at 22.3%, whereas cycling came in at 21%. Like cycling team, cycling by yourself, no, no, cycling, just, cycle? just cycling by yourself oh, came okay. in, yeah. Hmm. Uh, aerobic and gym exercise is number three, mm-hmm. running and jogging at four. But I thought team sports was so great because it does give you that accountability. It gives you the camaraderie. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, yeah I, I had stopped going to my boot camp place for like maybe a month and a half, and then I showed. It's not like I stopped working out, but then like I showed up and like, oh my gosh, I was like, hold, like, relax. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then same thing as my yoga. I've been going to Black Dog Yoga. To shout, shout out, been going there for five years on and off, and then when I came back, like it's all the the new and new and old bases. 
and then you find like there's that accountability there or you mm-hmm. just you know are eager to hear what this person is going to say or how this person's going to react or you know whatever so and then I find myself also looking for people when I don't see them there yeah. like you know over a period of time so I find it as if you don't have that if you're not in college or high school anymore or you don't have that huge like you know friend system it's actually a good way to you know be accountable and also watch out for other folks yeah mm-hmm. And so I think kind of like you said, surrounding yourself with the good people is like mm-hmm. so important to keep your mental health together. And mm-hmm. if your physical health can inform that, it's even better. Yeah, I go to a gym uh, called True Fusion mm-hmm. and they call it like, you know, they, they'll hashtag like Fit Fam or True Tribe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so cool because you do feel like a tribe, mm-hmm. you yeah. know what I mean? You do feel like, you know, that's kind of part of your family. Like that's your fit fitness family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're kind of in it to win it and you set d- different goals. And you really see the change in people, and you do look forward to seeing them, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. And there's understanding, too. Yes, there's yeah. a total understanding. Yeah, and I think that it's also the positive part of, like, social media and Instagram mm-hmm. and different mediums that we can have a positive outcome. It's not all negative in terms of yeah. things oh, it can you be see. Fun. Yeah. Make it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can surround right? yourself with positivity yeah. so that you're seeing that constantly. Uh, yeah. There was one guy, I forgot, it was, I think it was a wrestler, he posted, today I had an awesome workout, and I didn't post it, and I'm okay with that. And it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you still posted but, but you kind of yeah. just you kind of you did. actually still did, yeah, so, exactly. Okay, but I, nice I also try. find though, like you know, some people can d- don't do that. But I find with social media, um, if you do those workouts, you're also promoting a positive lifestyle. It's like, yeah. okay, well, if I can do it, then you can do it, and you know, here's me doing it. And if I'm doing it bad, then you should also let the person know that, mm-hmm. hey, you need to get down lower in those squats. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I found myself looking at my like older post of mine, going, okay, make it to the gym because if you're representing this, then you need to go make it to the gym. You're mm-hmm. telling people you work out all the time and then yeah be uh, legit exactly so wait you've been slacking what's what's up yeah of course i mean you always have periods where you're not as on it as you were before and Uh you're like but it's okay to be human yeah of course you know and then and then you feel that balance you go wait but maybe is it too long i need to get back to feel Mm tough and then you see some motivational stuff when you were in the zone Mm -hmm. from your you're like wait a minute i can get back there Mm -hmm. so sometimes i'll use like even things when i know i was in it to go back to motivate myself to get back to that mindset how how long have you went uh, without going to the gym? Maybe like two to three weeks. Okay. Maybe two to three weeks, yeah. Oh, wow. It's not too bad. Yeah, if it stretches to three weeks. I know people, like, yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, two to like, three years, <laughs> no. <laughs> but I, I think that's part of it is like the body dysmorphia then also like that fitness dysmorphia where yeah. you're like, I'm completely out of shape now. I have to rush back in to get back some semblance of what I used to be, you know? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think having that mental feedback from the social media you have before actually right. helps. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's helpful to you to set goals? Like in getting to the gym, do you say like, okay, not necessarily about weight or maybe it is or mm. just certain, you know what I mean, a certain amount of inches or a certain look that you want to create or a certain body part that you want to work on or a certain, you know? Well, I always have an ideal of how I want to look and I'm never okay. at that ideal. So that Never? <laughs> never? Really? Every now and then I get there. Every oh every now goodness. and then, every now and then you're like, oh okay. We That's got when it. you hit the three week, the three three mark period. It's like, oh, I look great now. I can take three weeks off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm it's like, I look amazing. It's <laughs> when so the thirst traps are real. But but I do have the goals like getting flexible. Like I love doing yoga. So like, mm-hmm. and in yoga you can find like poses that challenge you. And yeah. So, yeah. And, and you know it's going to take time, so that that's exciting, you know? Yeah. Exciting so, and frustrating. Do you set goals for yourself? I love, like, I love yoga. I want to have certain, you know, certain workouts that I'm able to do until I die. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I think, to me, it's more about lifestyle. In growing up in the industry, I just feel like you're, 
you're never perfect. There's always somebody that, you know, looks better. They, they want that you're not that. And it's, yeah. you can get so caught up in your head. And I think just to, just to be able to be the best version of you mm-hmm. that you can be, and it doesn't have to be completely perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's okay. Just as long as you're consistent and you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. I like absolutely. to just do things that make me feel good. Um, well, a uh, nice segue because one of the things that I think we all enjoy <laughs> is pooping. But oh, it turns okay. out. <laughs> Speak for <laughs> Nice transition. Nice transition. <laughs> but it turns out. Um, it, it turns out that we may not be so overjoyed about this anymore. It looks like they're finding plastic and microplastics in our poop. Mm-hmm. Um, so this study came out out of Austria. They looked at eight healthy people uh, across four continents, and they had them do a food diary for about a week, mm-hmm. tracked everything they ate. They also had a diary about where they were using plastics, how much mm-hmm. um, water they drank, toothpaste, you know, if it was a plastic tube, different metrics, to, you know, to determine mm-hmm. their plastic usage. And what was surprising was that then they had to mail their stool into the Austrian Institute. You know, oh, lovely. Lovely. It was, at least it wasn't on site. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so they had to mail it in. Uh, how did they go about doing that? Can you send poop through the mail? I'm sure they had. Like containers Special or containers, something. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Christmas so, yeah. presents. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty then. Tis the season. <laughs> but what was surprising was they found they found plastics in everyone's poop, and they so found how a, healthy, in fact, were they? Well, well no not one, so healthy. Well, no one was vegetarian in this group. So, um, but most of most of nine of the most common plastics were found, and it was about twenty particles per ten grams of stool. Uh, and they actually did a study as well where they looked at 259 water bottles and found only 17 of the 259 had no plastic in the water. What brand? Uh, they, oh. they, looked, uh, they looked at these brands over across, I want to say it was like four, f- four or five continents that got all the different waters from okay. and across different uh, price delineations. So they, they looked at a range of waters. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it wasn't just one brand, but only 17 of the 259 had zero plastics in the water. So which mm. ones were those? I want to buy that oh, one. I, I don't <laughs> I think, call. isn't it yeah, glass I, the best call. thing to drink water out of? Yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting sure. the plastic. Yeah. And so I had kind of thought of this stuff as more of a kind of like conspiracy thing where people are like, oh, plastics are in your water. But now I'm realizing it's actually true and I really should be more mindful about it. I have tasted plastic cr- in my water bottles. That's like, crazy. Like actually tasted it. That's crazy. And I want to put it down. I don't even want to drink it. Yeah. I'm like, this is gross. And the thing is, we don't even know what it does. We know it's an endocrine disruptor, so we mm-hmm. know it messes with our hormones, but we have no idea long-term what this does to us. And the pl- plastics bad. are so bla- ba- um, so tiny, nanoplastics, mm-hmm. those can actually cross into your cells. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a huge, huge problem. Do you mind, do you watch your plastic um, <laughs> usage? Well, so for me, I've been trying to drink this this gallon of water every day um but i used to have or i do have another bottle which was like aluminum yeah right it was it was something it was healthy that it didn't have the plastics in it um i'm not as concerned well i was actually drinking the box water too for a while so i i think subconsciously i was kind of not having plastic bottles one because it's just environmentally as well yeah Mm -hmm. so i kind of not i kind of gear away from them but now that you say that I think I might just go and get the glass and call it yeah, a day cause I, <laughs> I've avoided it environmentally but yeah. now I'm like wait my health now yeah. I really gotta put but I think stuff. too it might be hard to avoid at all because everything we eat is packaged yeah. Or and even even the the fruits and vegetables like what they come in with the transport like they might not have plastics in it but they might have you know whatever else yeah. is floating around yeah. so it's just like uh, 
You can do certain things to prevent it. You can get a water filtration system mm-hmm. in your home. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's there's hard to a avoid. lot of yeah. other factors where you, yeah, it's hard to to avoid it completely. Yeah. yeah so, but it's, this this certainly made me a little bit more paranoid. But, I, yeah. th- but that's the thing. It's like there are a lot of things. If you're trying your best, like you're not doing everything wrong, mm-hmm. then I think then with these studies it makes you paranoid and that's mm-hmm. not where you should be because if you think about it 20, 30, 40 years ago think about the lead paint and all the other stuff yeah. our like forefathers were dealing with that were far more deadly yeah. and like they made it through Yeah. so it's like the human I think the human body adapts and, ju- and adjusts yeah. especially something that's so tiny opposed to you know but I think awareness is key, and I yeah. think that that yeah. just talking about it, you know, we can figure out other solutions. Yeah, but not stress out like, and, oh my God, we're gonna die. You know what it is, because <laughs> right. it, it really is like risk factors, though. Because mm-hmm. you know, at, at certain points, people that were in that time where you had lead on the walls were probably getting a little bit healthier food. The air was a little bit mm-hmm. cleaner, so they had maybe certain things that offset other right. risk factors yeah. as well. And I feel like we're living this time where we don't have those offsets anymore. You're, right. Well, you're working like you're working out. Yeah, and we, we have out more, more probably, like yeah. the, if you think about you know, what it was in the 80s or the 70s as far as gyms and working out versus what we have now. Like, I mean, I go to three different studios, like at three different places, and I have LA Fitness, like, Mm -hmm. like I have LA Fitness membership. And then you can get your food delivered to you. And then you can, like, you you can get, you know, a nutrition plan. And you can get this. Then you can get, you know, where do you go for the solar thingy? Yeah, but I I think it probably creates a gulf between those that have money and means and then those that don't. There's mm-hmm. a, a wider gulf, you know, now. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that could be a, a problem. Well, yeah, I mean, it gets expensive buying alkaline waters, yeah. buying the glass bottles versus the bottled waters. I mean, it does. Yeah, and then you end up, and then when you're not taking care of people in other ways where the pollution's getting worse and, mm-hmm. you know, the food's not getting any better, then you have people that are sitting with all the risk factors, the ones from the olden days and the, the new ones today, yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> all because they can't afford to kind now of Now you're like, making us all worried. Thanks, Yes. Appreciate <laughs> it. I'm not going to go home sleep soundly tonight. (laughs) Well, on that note, I want to talk a little bit more about what you've been working on. And kind of how have you, in your role, preparation for your roles, like used your fitness to make sure that you're ready for anything, really? I mean, you know, in my everyday life, I just try to be consistent. I'll try to work out at least four to five times a week, just, just you know, not thinking about it. And I, I get bored really quickly. Yeah. I've been in equestrian all my life, so I'll go out, nice. just good for my soul, just to be out with the horses. And that uses a totally different muscle group than, say, if I go and do yoga or Pilates or, you know what I mean, or and a boxing class or something like that. Yeah, and they say the, the queen still rides. They say that mm-hmm. that's really what's what yeah. has kept her fit. She's but still I think she also just has a strong. shot at night. Too, she also drinks every really? mm-hmm. Queen Elizabeth, a woman wow. after my own heart. Everything in moderation. Okay, yeah, one shot's not going to kill you. Uh, yeah, I guess not. Apparently, one at night's not going to either. It's good for your health <laughs> and, and your stress. <laughs> and your stress level. I was going to say how you adapt, and maybe that's how you adapt. But how do you adapt when you're when you're, when you're getting these roles, and sometimes it requires some sort of skill that you haven't been so used to before and you have to learn something new how are you able to kind of refocus and tackle something new in that sense yeah I mean it's challenging you know sometimes especially like anytime you learn a new skill sometimes it can be frustrating or you feel like you're not getting it at first and you go home swearing you know what I mean and and but you just get get you know back on the horse so to speak the next day and and you just keep going and all of a sudden you you suddenly might have a breakthrough or something might click and all of a sudden it starts making sense and you 
I'm a little bit of a, of, of a perfectionist, and I think <laughs> that sometimes it, it's, like, very frustrating if I can't get something right away. No. Um, but I think that, you know, once you can kind of crack it and you're like, okay, a little bit of progress, and you just keep going and you just get a little bit better, a little bit better, and know that a lot of things aren't going to happen overnight, but if you just keep going... You'll, eventually you'll get it and it'll start to make sense and it'll start to click. It's like a good philosophy for life. It's for really. life, really. <laughs> life <philosophy>. lessons, kids. <laughs> <laughs> and what can we expect from you in 2019? I can't believe it's almost 2019. I already started writing kidding? it down. I was doing a, a script and I was putting 2019 and I'm like, is it 2019? Like, I, I feel like I've been living yeah. solidly in the future now. Like, yeah. I'm in the future. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know, it's crazy. We don't even have a month Left. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna still be writing like 2018 <laughs> yeah. on everything because my brain wouldn't have switched like over. March. Yeah, until yeah. like March, and then we finally switch over, right? Uh, no, but I'm gonna be down shooting um, a film in Atlanta nice. called A Lineage of Pigs, and uh, pilot season's coming up right after the break, yeah. so it'll be crazy, crazy, yeah. and just just more. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And what what are you doing to to stay in shape this holiday season? Are you doing anything special? Anything different? Um, I'm going to be traveling a lot. I'm going back east, and then I have a trip to Europe planned. So I think a lot of times it gets challenging, especially when you're flying around and you're in different cities and doing different, different, different things, zones, yeah. different <laughs> time zones, and you're completely bonkers. But I think just to try to eat pretty clean, yeah. especially when I'm on planes, because I just feel it's like... Yeah, you're you trapped. don't even know. Yeah, you're <laughs> trapped. I can't, uh, I can't stand flying. I, that's that's when I would like. I try to the shorter flights. I try not to sleep the day before, so I can just like pass out before she even yeah. does the seatbelt monologue. Like I'm out. I just the don't. Yeah. Seatbelt monologue. Don't don't talk to me. I'm afraid of a crashing. You know, I've since I was a kid, I've just been an unnatural fear of crashing. And then now I have this fear of just like breathing the same air that everyone's breathing. Oh, in. you can't think about it. Yeah, you're already doing that. You're like, yeah. about, can you drop one of these gas? Yeah. Gas yeah. Things, like, and then the worst is if somebody's like coughing in the back. I'm like, oh great, <laughs> five hours of, of, of all your germs. I just do my hail marys, my Wonderful. Like contagious. I think the the uh, the mat the masks are probably key. Like they look hella weird, but you're like, yeah. can I just wear this? Do, yeah. do you remember that entire flight? Yeah, like people thought you know back back in the day you'd see people in Asia and China wearing these masks. They but still now, do. But yeah, but yeah. now I'm just like, okay, I get. It, you know? Yeah, like this makes sense. Yeah, like I'll try to meditate on the planes. Yeah. Like I'll just try to eat super clean and just you know if they give me something, just like a small portion of it, so it's not too much. Mm-hmm. And then I'll do workouts in the in the hotel. Yeah, just kind of on my own, and I'll walk a lot. Yeah, you know, like because sometimes there's no gym or you're in your room or whatever, but like just getting at least you're walking, at least mm-hmm. you're moving. Yeah, you so know, so it's like just get something done. Yeah, just, just move. Do yeah. I mean, you know. To me, like, I like to sort of take all of this and just make it super simple, but yeah. it's like sweat once a day. Like, break a sweat mm-hmm. yeah. once a day yeah. and just move. Yeah. You know, if you can just remember those things in the morning, it seem, it doesn't seem as bad. Yeah. Like, it's, you have to do this crazy workout. You and know? once you do that, it, it is pretty easy. It's not as hard as we kind of build it to be, yeah. build it up right. to be. It's always, things are always worse in your mind yeah. than they are, like, actually, yeah. <laughs> well, one thing I did not prepare you for was we do something called Fit Club Five here. It's going to be five rapid-fire questions. Okay. Um, just, you know, to get to know you better, the audience get to know you better. Okay. Um, until, yeah, are we, just... like, doing some actual workouts here? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> five, five, person, 
burpees. Yeah. <laughs> five sit-ups, five burpees. Yeah. Oh, no. I am in high heels right now. Okay. I think I saw you can do you it. my high heels, and you can do these. Burpees. I think I saw you do it in a movie, though. So you can do it. I think I saw Guinness World Book of Records. A lady ran the hundred meter dash in her heels. Jeez. Because she's a badass. Yeah. Hella weird. Wait, Beyonce? I don't know. I know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Uh, last person you text. Chaka. <laughs> uh, dream dinner guest. Richard Branson. Uh, last meal. Uh, filet mignon and mashed potatoes. Oh, Not on the delicious. diet. <laughs> uh, favorite junk food. Potato chips. And if you were on death row, what would be your last meal? Um, filet mignon. <laughs> I like the filet mignon. Like, I'm potatoes. a mean potato. I'm Czech. I'm like a mean potato. I'm Eastern European. I like mean potatoes, baby. And then last question. If there were um, an album you can listen to, one album you can listen to for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, God. I don't know. Probably something from the Stones. Uh-huh. An actual album? Yeah. Oh, jeez. I don't know. We got it with this one. Yeah, yeah. Like time's so out. many, so much music. There's so much. Yeah, I love one so song, much. One song, rest music. of your life. No, one album. One album, rest yeah. of your life. The song I probably pick, like, No Satisfaction. Yeah. yeah. You're just yeah. angry. Yeah, I can, like, get with that song. We'll yeah. take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for joining us. This Thank was you. awesome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> got to have you back. Yeah. Um, yeah, 2019, and we'll want you back for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Deal. Well, Deal. guys, uh, again, my name is Shaka Smith. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat at Shaka and you can find me on everything at TK Trinidad. Miss Vasanova, where can they find you? Pleasure. Uh, at Vasanova on Twitter and Danielle Vasanova on the gram. And we will see you guys <laughs> next week. Or yeah. after the holidays. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> see you next Bye. year. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us. Info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. serious. <laughs> how, how big is your, uh, is your Re- audience? Hollywood Redefined. expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.